Dude, it wasn't porn. Okay, erotica, whatever. Zip it up. Check this out. Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. And season 10, Chris, it, it, it keeps going. It has not stopped. We are on episode 15 and it has kept going. And we'll continue it to continues, do so. It continues to, to go. It's, um, it's, it's just, it's you know, there. <laughs> They're moving forward. So, I've been of. thinking about the fact that this is a, a full other... 50% of the show so far, right? Like, because we, I think you and I were, were big time season one through five people, right? I know yes. I can say that for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we've watched that much show again. Yes. It's not more because season three is short. Um, that's crazy. We've watched it like double of what I used to consider to be supernatural. You know, this is, it's something, it's a conversation we're going to have to have at the, at the end of the uh, season, I think. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where, we have to realize we have another, another five, five. seasons. Another five. We have the whole uh, same length again. Yep. Like some of those seasons yep. are shorter, but like you know, there's some there's some weird stuff that we got to cover in there too. I, uh, yeah, man, like it's a, it's a lot of supernatural, and I have to I have to say, like season ten has been remarkably good. I think I was much more mm-hmm. positive on season seven than you were. I think I was more positive on season nine. I think we can both agree. Like what what even happened in season eight? Like name three things that happened in season eight. No, you God can't trials. Do can't do it. Um, didn't flashbacks. exist. That was season six. <laughs> I don't have never have to actually have no I idea. Know. I can I can only remember Sam's hair. That's it. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Um, season eight. It was so long. But season ten has been good. Like I like yeah. this episode. It's fine, I guess. Like I don't particularly like it that much, and there's some real dumb shit in it. But uh, I'm still like it. Still made me excited to watch more Supernatural. Yeah, so. it's it's pretty solid. I was surprised to not hate it. Because as we you know discussed last episode, you said this was going to be a Cole episode. He was going to mm-hmm. return. So I walked into this like shit. Like I don't like this character. This is going to suck. But I maybe by having low expectations, I was able to enjoy it because I it felt like the writing was there throughout the episode for me to purposefully kind of be rubbed the wrong way by Cole. If that makes sense. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Like they played up maybe what our predisposition towards him might already be. So they were kind of able to play off of my expectations of him and it made me not hate it. And I had seen this episode before again, last week I thought that was the last one, the battle of Kane. But uh, when they were in like the, the sweat lodge at the end of this, I thought, yep, I've seen this before. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know when, when I stopped, but I'm getting close, getting close. Uh, before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. They donate a couple of bucks every month and they get cool access to our discord. They get exclusive podcast. We're wrapping up our series on Cowboy Bebop. We are about to start our series on The Haunting of Hill House, the most recent Netflix series. Uh, you can get access to all of that at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Chris, what has been happening in season 10 over the last 14 episodes? 
Alright, last time on Supernatural, Dean finally faced off against Kane in the battle destined since the dawn of that episode in Season 9. And although <laughs> Dean walked away victorious from that fight, the mark has yet to go away. And Sam and Cass know that Dean has been irrevocably changed from the ordeal. Meanwhile, Crowley continues to be manipulated by Rowena in Hell, but to what end? I wrote this before watching the episode and forgot that Cole was going to show up, so I didn't mention him in the road so far. <laughs> Um, so we're covering season 10, episode 15, The Things They Carried, written by Jenny Klein, directed by John Bottom. Uh, this aired on March 18th, 2015. Cole pays a visit to the Winchesters, despite Dean's directive to for directive. Interesting. Mm. Despite Dean's directive to forget about looking for a cure for this mark of mark of Cain, Sam continues to do research. Dean suspects Sam is hiding something, but decides to focus on a new murder case when they run into Cole. The three team up and learn a con worm is infecting men and turning them into murderers. Unfortunately, the worm makes its way into Cole. Uh, weird the directive there is really weird like is he just yeah. did he send a memo <laughs> is, is this, an exe- a memo is this executive policy that dean has made for mm-hmm. the bunker is that did he have somebody type this up dean's at his at his most passive aggressive and, and and his weirdest when he's just emailing sam and cass <laughs> <laughs> and then sam usually has to tell cass in person cass you should check your email attention <laughs> attention winchesters and winchester adjacent yeah. angels <laughs> this is he dean winchester stuff like he starts his emails like Good afternoon, comma. <laughs> like it's 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 weirdly formal. I love he ends it. it with regards, comma D Winchester. Yeah, I like the D Winchester a lot. Um, I also like the when it's really official and somebody's in trouble. It's like to whom it may concern. Please stop yes. microwaving the fish sandwich in the in the in the in the bunker kitchen when everybody yeah. shares that kitchen. Signed D Winchester. Um, so yeah, this episode is is I guess right b- before we do that. You don't get the road so far anymore. You don't get the mm-hmm. thin segments. Uh, there is a there like there's two segments to this then, <laughs> okay. and the first half of it is just clips of Dean Winchester saying, "What do you think it is?" and and Sam Winchester saying, "I don't know." And increasingly is like it, panicked moments. Like it's it's is it real? Like, it's from like, is it played yeah. for laughs? I don't I don't know. Like I don't know what they were going for. It's interspersed with the boys like shooting monsters and killing shit. And then like it's Sam and Dean like walking down with um like their doctor jacket on. And he's like, "What do you think's happening?" And Dean, Sam's like, "I don't know. I don't know." That's, like it's really funny. And then it like <laughs> ends and then the, all of the Cole shit happens and like they literally replay every episode that Cole was in. Like they, that's how they okay. get us. That's how they get it, get us to there. Um, and yeah, like I just found it really weird because, like, I, when I saw that, I assumed like Sam just would be clueless throughout this episode, and like, but both of the boys are throughout most of this yeah. episode. It's not till the, almost the very end that they figure out what the fuck is going on. That's a weird. It's a weird bit that they did. I guess it is. Um, so we open up with a woman tied and hung upside down. Uh, and basically just being graphically killed by a dude with a super fucked up face. Yeah. It's super harsh. Um, yes. very graphic, very, very horror, I mm-hmm. guess they really go for it with this. Um, it's, it's effective. They do like interesting shots of like water dripping and slow-mo and like the silhouette, this hazy silhouette. It's kind of scary, but it's just sort of like, we don't need it whatsoever. <laughs> they just like throw this thing at us. But I think that they're kind of trying to, to throw us off the trail. And in fact, in, in my notes, um, since you only really see like a quick glimpse of the face, I thought, was that Cole? Like, is that what his like, yeah. involvement in this episode is going to mm-hmm. be? Um, oh, I was super so, excited that Cole could turn into a monster and get shot by Dean Winchester, man. I was, I was, I was yeah. ready for that to happen. 
I um, um they're like they during this like the, he slits this woman's throat and like catches the blood with a with a dirty ass bucket in order for him to drink it and like Autumn is sitting next to me watching this and it's like there could be like a zillion better ways to drink this chick's blood mm-hmm. like just a little bit of forethought in here like you're wasting a lot of the stuff that you're trying to get yeah. to. It also seems like a really dramatic way to just like kill somebody and drink their blood because we see that happen throughout the episode where like these dudes just like go nuts and mm-hmm. try to drink some blood <laughs> but this is such an elaborate setup which is obviously misleading us the viewer yeah um but it's still like looking back at this now i'm like wait you didn't need to do that <laughs> we go to the bunker uh where sam is researching the mark of Cain on his laptop when dean rolls up and he like does the quick slam of the laptop he's like i'm not doing nothing and dean's like yeah you're looking at porn and sam's like i'm not looking at yeah. porn dude he's like well yeah. then put your dick in your pants and talk to me about this case like what are you doing with your dick out looking yeah, at the then put your Cain. fucking bloody tissues away sammy yeah what um, the hell so dean he's got the case of what we just saw in the cold open. I like how that's just you. That's just the language this show uses. Yeah. It, it, like, here's the case. Here's the boys picking up on it. Like, mm-hmm. there, there we go. Which is, I mean, that's fine. That works fine. Um, so, yeah. They, the weirdest thing about this is that the, the woman who was drained was essentially like just like a total badass. Like, she yeah. trained in martial arts, like survival, all this stuff. And was I in the, that specifically she, in the army. Yeah. Yes. So that's why it's like, oh, okay, this clearly isn't just some you know some psycho i guess it still could be but that's what makes it a little bit stranger is like this is typically somebody who who is not easily victimized i guess which is not something to make light of but um that you know that you know gets dean's hackles up and he wants to get back out there even though sam is sort of like i want to you know i kind of want to keep doing doing cane research i mean Um, i mean looking at porn (laughs) i mean i mean um actually yeah looking at porn um so they they get in the car, they head out, and this kind of continues where Sam is looking at Google like Mark of Cain. That's like I, I just try to imagine like what he thinks he's gonna find by like browsing on his phone. Like, yo, I'm on Reddit looking for like anybody if anybody's talked about the Mark of Cain. If anybody's discovered any Shadow of the Colossus secrets, I might find them on Google. Um So and Dean is basically like, yo, dude, like I I wanna do what I can while I can. Before it gets too late, before the mark takes hold, before I have to be put down, before whatever is gonna happen happens, I wanna do what I can to help people. And I want you to be there with me. Um and I'm thinking, yeah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean Dean at this point is just like I I feel like Dean knows that he's a ticking time bomb. That yeah. you know, with everything that with the what they saw of Kane that he knows that he there is a very significant chance that he is going to come unglued. And so he just wants to save as many people as he can, live his life, and not really concern himself about this until he has to, which kind of makes sense. Like, I mean, I, I I can't really blame him for this because, hey, I'm I'm okay now. I will probably be okay later. And if I'm not, you'll have to kill me, Sammy. And like, that's just the way that Dean's looking at the world. Like, this is this is just who he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they pull up into this town where this you know this this small town and um immediately you notice how foggy it is and this doesn't play into the plot at all but this really reminded me of season like one and two all the exterior shots are always taking place on a misty day because they're filming in vancouver yeah um but i love it i love really good it looks so good yeah it looks so good it sets the tone really well again it doesn't play into anything but it fills the, the 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 town with it with atmosphere and i think hell yeah I see that in Paul rolling through the mists and I'm excited because the boys are here. They're going to hunt some fucking monsters. Like I got psyched. 
Oh, it looks great. And I just, I can't, I, you know, this, that may be why I'm kind of partial to this episode is just because like the background stuff looks all really, really it's good. It's put together very well. This episode's put together well, even though it's even well written. It's just, it has a really ridiculous premise. Yeah. Um, so they go to talk to the sheriff who informs them. Um, number one, it's his birthday and there's a birthday mm-hmm. cake. And there's this whole bit where Sam doesn't let Dean have birthday cake. And Sam, what are you doing? Like you're on the, you're on the screen for four minutes and He's, you're, you're, yeah. you're cake blocking by guy. Like, what are you doing? I don't right know now? what his problem is. Um, and I'm thinking. Oh, there's something in that cake that's making people get fucking sure, freaky. Yeah. And these cops, they're up to something. And Dean, he took the frosting, so he's gonna get a taste of it, but he's not gonna go full crazy because he didn't have. The, I, I, I had the whole episode plotted out in my head. I knew totally, what was happening. totally wrong. Uh, the sher- totally wrong. <laughs> the sheriff informs them that um, they, they, they didn't need to. Bo- they didn't. They didn't need to drive down. He's already solved the case because the guy who did it. Um, not only did he leave his fingerprints everywhere at the crime scene, he set himself on fire and killed himself. Um, so yeah. yeah. Huge if true. <laughs> Huge if true. So these guys are celebrating. Like, let's have some fucking birthday cake. And then the dude just like kind of blithely is is like, yeah, it's the third murder suicide we've had in the town in the last three months. No big deal. Have some cake. And I'm like, you were the worst <laughs> fucking Sam's sheriff. Like, oh, a word? Uh, for real? Um, <laughs> are you 70 yeah. or do you think it's the 1970s? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, what is happening in here? Um, so they go to interview the widow of this fella. Of course. Uh, Rick Willis was his name. You know, you know our boys love talking to widows. Oh it's God. it's Winchester one oh one. They ask her the usual usual questions, less, you know, cold spots and more. Um, was your husband acting weird? Did he smell funny? Um <laughs> you know, demonic possession. But so <laughs> Does your husband smell like farts? Did your husband fart did, a lot? <laughs> so this is gonna be weird, but did did your husband smell like stinky rotten farts. She's in fact, yes, but that's, he always did. Um, that wasn't new. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough been- when, when a gassy guy gets possessed, nobody can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, um, how do we know a demon reveals, did this? It, it could just be a guy with IBS. It, we don't know. It could just, it could be just those, those boiled eggs that, um, hard boiled eggs that you keep making. Um, she tells the boys that Rick got really, really thirsty. And he became super, super dehydrated. Um, and he just and, like, and he just started retweeting out. scandalous art on Twitter constantly, just scandalous, scandalous yeah. fan art on Twitter. And He's thirsty AF. Yeah. Um, Dean asks where Rick was deployed. She says that she does not know. It was classified information. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, um, oh, one more thing. Uh, Gemma is the wife of one of Rick's pals who was also deployed to the same place. Also, just came back. And he's acting weird, too. Now, Jeremy, I'm going to need you to tell me, what is this fellow's name? Kit. It's Kit. Okay, For I, I wrote Kit later on. I wrote down mm. Kipperson at first, you wrote da- and I thought, that doesn't sound like a name, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. That's in my you head. You wrote down what? what you know, and then I wrote, I wrote Kip for a while, okay. and then finding out, okay, they're definitely saying Kit. Yes. Is Kitterson? Is that his full name, or did I just fucking make this shit up? It's Kit Verson. Verson is his last name. Thank you, everybody. Um, uh, thank you, Face Cool Monster. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I um, Chris, you 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 left out one thing in your in sorry, your, I logged off in your summary of all of this that I I uh-huh. feel like we need to spend some time on. We do learn through a a remarkable series of events that Rick was a gamer. Yes, that's true. Because, That's true. He, because he was he got, a gamer. He got so thirsty that he was drinking his own bath water, which is, you mm-hmm. know, is something that gamers are really into nowadays. 
If there's one thing gamers are known for doing, it's drinking bathwater. It's drinking the bathwater. Um, so yeah, they go to interview Gemma, uh, and uh, this Gemma just like kind of pretends that everything's fine. Um, she, they're like, "Hey, where's your husband at?" And, oh, he went out, but he hasn't come home. When he comes back from these missions, he has to like decompress. He needs some time alone. Uh, and he's and like, Dean's like, "Yeah, he's cheating on you. He's he <laughs> is. He's either fucking or killing, and he might be doing a little of both." Uh, um, she's like, "What? <laughs> why do you talk like that, FBI agent?" Uh, Dean, uh, meanwhile, so is over there drooling at a picture of her in the <laughs> wedding dress, going like, "You were fucking yeah. hot." Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Dean? <laughs> um, no. Um, <laughs> Sam comes in. He goes, "It was your husband thirsty," and she's like, "Excuse me." Did, did your husband try to drink your bathwater? Like, no. Excuse not- me, Agent. Do you follow him on Twitter? Because I have heard that he is very thirsty. Do, do um, you know my husband's at? He won't tell me his at. I yeah. want to know my husband's at. <laughs> I know he's using an anime avatar for a reason. Um, so, okay, yeah, she starts to kind of like, you know, s- spill the beans a little bit because she's obviously like, hey, that's really weird that you would know that he was thirsty. I don't know what's going on. She doesn't want to believe um, that something is wrong, but they're like, okay, well, let us know if anything comes up of this. Uh, and the boys head outside, and who is waiting for them outside by the Gimpala but Cole. Cole. This is his, it goes from like, oh yeah, I was deployed with him, he's my friend, to he's my best friend in the world. Yeah. <laughs> later in the episode it's it's really funny because like it, it's almost like yeah i know Gemma, and Gemma called me in and like i'm like okay and it's like and me and kit were friends and like we grew up on the same army base together and like we were getting in trouble and i'm like my dude i we, we, get, we get it you're an army guy like we don't have to yeah. establish this every fucking time we see you <laughs> yeah. um but cole of course is very aggressive with these guys and is basically forcing himself uh, along on this hunt because he doesn't want his best friend to just get ruthlessly murdered uh, by these two gorgeous gorgeous hunks mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I, I it's weird like this is going to be a through line f- throughout this episode uh this like dichotomy of cole wanting to save his friend and figure out you know how to do it where Sam in a remarkable <laughs> turn of events is like, no, we need to kill him immediately at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is so fucking bloodthirsty in this episode. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Like Sam is usually the guy to be like, no, we need to figure out how to save him. He's usually the more because, academic side. Yeah, They don't know how to just write the boys to be on the same page because a big thing here is Dean's restraints and Dean trying to like, at, at no point during this is Dean. Like we got to kill them. Like he doesn't go there. And obviously that's a pointed thing. Because he has just come off of this just this mm-hmm. huge kill that, you know, it's fucked him up. But so they can't just have Sam be like, yeah, I agree with you, D, and that's a great idea. He's like, no, we got to shoot. Them. Like, they don't know how to write the boys to be on the same page, even on like these smallest things. It's like, just guys, come on. This is silly. It's out of character. There's really no reason for him to be like this. Uh, it'd be one thing if he was like, Cole, you need to be prepared for the fact yeah. that this is how things might go. But instead, he's like. Bro, I'm gonna kill your fucking friend, and you're stressing me out by being here. Like, there, there is a way to approach this of like, hey, man, like we've done a lot of these. It's very rare that we're able to like bring somebody back for a monsterhood. Like, if your friend is a fucking monster, there are very, very few times we've been able to save him. And it's the only time it's really happened is I fucked the chick first, and then she turned into a werewolf, right. and we were able to cure her. So, like, I don't know. Is your friend a werewolf? Can I fuck him? And then maybe we yeah. can save him. Like it was. I know he's married, so like this this might be a tricky situation. <laughs> I know he's married and has a kid, so I know he puts out right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's. He has a kid. I know he's loaded. <laughs> he's he's got, he's not carrying blanks, right? All right. Okay. So, so from here we go over to the local convenience store. By the way, Cole has quote unquote contacts. Can help. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. We forgot to talk about that. He has military contacts. Um, military. So the next scene is um, uh, presumably uh, what's his name? Kit. 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 It's like the, the uh, it's the car from Knight Rider without the extra T. It's yeah, or uh, John Snow, Kit Harrington. Yeah, um, there you go. They, I so I found out that Kit Harrington's real name is Christopher. Really, and just, I said to just a clear fucking to, separation of our generations, my man. Yeah, I go Knight but, Rider. Okay. You're like Game of Thrones. John Snow is better than Knight Rider, and you, I know you agree with me. No, uh, absolutely not. You're full are you, of shit. Are you talking about the car or the, or the hop? The only guys, what are you only talking guys about? Who like Family Guy are into Knight Rider. That's Jeremy. not true. That's not true. <laughs> fucking Knight Rider was the shit. Thing I've ever said to you. I, I do, it really is. I'm getting kind of angry. Knight Rider was dope he had a car that talked i mean that's the coolest shit in the world in the 80s yeah and john snow fucking okay i was gonna spoil what, it let's just what did john snow just, do john snow what john's, did he do name like dude, five yeah. things that he did right like john, that he was back to life he, that wasn't him he had a redhead that do was that. fucking cool though rowena fucking did that it straddled that dead body <laughs> basically the same chick right they're from the same area of portsmouth or whatever (laughs) he went beyond the wall he killed a white walker bro there are a lot of people did that a lot of people funded that his fucking librarian best friend did that john snow sucks dude i who who says that? Who says John Snow sucks? I'm here. You come out. I understand. The he's not your favorite. You know, he makes a lot of stupid decisions. A lot. Name I like don't one. Want it, but he's still good. <laughs> Name one smart decision he ever made, bro. <laughs> Name one. All it's right. Like a single one. He what was, what down, was his? He, I can't. It, I can't spoil the last episode of Game of Thrones in the middle of the Supernatural podcast. He, he had nothing to do with anything that happened in the last episode bro, of Supernatural of, of, of Game of Thrones. All just, right, get get in your fucking Night Rider. Let's keep moving. You come after the Hoff, you get the horse. Peter Griffin That's all I over say. here. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, fucking, you're trying to get that smoke is what you're doing right now you're trying to get that smoke um, so, so um <laughs> this fella kit goes into the fucking night rider goes into the convenience store and he's so thirsty that long story short he kills a clerk well i i want to i want to live in this moment because like this poor clerk is like a teenager uh-huh. and he's just he over there like it like and he's like sir you're gonna you, you gotta pay for the water the dude is like picking up bottles of water and throwing them on the floor so finally the teen and a moment of just incredible teen stupidity <laughs> just co- is like reaches over and is like oh i'm gonna just stop you from drinking the water and the guy kit grabs a bottle of wine breaks it open and slashes the dude's throat and the kid's spurting blood his buddy his clerk buddy is like over there like all, trying to call 911 just shocked just totally fucking shell shocked and then kit having seen that he killed this poor poor teenager picks him up and slams him into the cooler as well <laughs> i have never in my life felt so as bad as i have for someone on supernatural as i have for this poor unnamed clerk he gets <laughs> a raw deal making minimum wage <laughs> getting, getting he was, over a bottle prob- of water it was probably his day to clean out the fucking nasty ass toilets and the in the gas and it what was is it the gas and sip is the the running thing yeah. yeah dude i feel bad for this kid anyway we can we can move on i'm sorry um 
Kit drinks his blood. Kit, Kit, Kit drinks down his yeah. starts drinking his blood. Uh, Kit sucks his dick. It's fucking. It's fucking. It's sick. fucking weird. <laughs> Sucker Chris. This is a weird episode of Supernatural. He sucks his whole dick. Um, Dire- directed right. by Rod Howard too. I didn't really see this Cole, coming. Yeah. Cole gets an email, and it turns yes. out because he, he somebody owed him a favor. Uh, he gets an email, classified email. Kit and Rick were sent to um, a cemetery to rescue a prisoner of war in Iraq, mm-hmm. um, and we get like dash cam, not dash cam, but like a body cam footage. Of them going into this prison and shooting people. Not, it's even, not, of a, not a prison. It, it's a cemetery. Like this cemetery. Is a, cemetery. Yeah, the, it, it was a little bit too. It was a little bit too weird for me, um, or real for me, I guess. They yeah. play fast and loose with like the PTSD thing because that's what mm-hmm. this is like an, an analogy of is PTSD. Basically, you take something home with you that you you know don't know how to deal with it that's bad and it hurts you. Um, which obviously I don't mind supernatural dealing with PTSD. I think it's totally fine when they do that with the boys and, and like their situation. But like you know veterans dealing with ptsd is a very real thing and they do play a little fast and loose with it i'm not gonna say it's like you know bad maybe somebody can l- let us know how they feel about it um mm-hmm. but this part of it was like well this is real like it's like the body can't footage of them like shooting just humans um yeah. and then they try to rescue the prisoner of war who like freaks out and attacks them like bites them like that kind of thing so you know right away i mean it is a very creepy setup i'm yes. not gonna like I, w- I won't deny them that it was just like oh this is kind of a kind of a weird real situation to be looking at um, and and I'm kind of here for like military operations accidentally stumbling into a weird supernatural thing. Yes, like right, yes. like that's 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 a cool like trope. It's a cool thing that happens. Like there's a couple of movies that are like that that I, I kind of dig. Um, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, have, I don't really dislike this the way it kind of unfolds. That it's this big classified military thing, but it ends up just being in the small town, and the only people who can deal with it happen to be Sam and Dean. Yeah. Um, about this time, Sam gets uh, an alert on his phone. He's got he's got some Google push notifications set up. Um, like <laughs> basically, yes. <laughs> and then um, they have to drive. There's this really brief shot of them driving on this like cool ass bridge, and I'm like, you can camp out here for a little while longer yeah. instead of showing me like the graphic death of a of a young woman at the very beginning. Like drive the Impala over this bridge longer. Like yeah. give me a deleted scene. <laughs> anyway, um, they arrive. They confirm that it was Kit. Um, Gemma calls. She's seen this on the news, and she thinks it's kit um and she tells cole that kit has a, a cabin in the woods his grandpa's cabin in the woods mm-hmm. um which you would think that cole would know being his best fucking friend for the since small times but no that's not that's not how it happens also why is kit's grandpa's cabin like right next to the army base that he's presumably uh, like wouldn't have been living next to i don't know and it does not fucking matter i don't care yeah um but so this this is interesting because cole gets this information obviously doesn't share it i actually kind of missed what was happening here because mm-hmm. they tell Cole, hey, you can come with us if you want. Or Dean says this. He's like, buddy, I want you to know that your friend might get, you know, we might have to kill him. But if you're still in on this, you can come with us. Dean has fully given Cole the benefit of the doubt, um, which I sort of appreciate in a way. Because I know that Dean is sort of trying to proje- project a little bit and um, see himself as somebody who can, I, I don't know. He, Dean is being a good guy throughout this episode. I firmly believe that. And um, I mean, let's let's let's. He's being a good guy for Dean. Like he's just Dean. not being a, an, <laughs> an unconscionable killing machine like he usually is. Like he's yeah. like like willing to he's listen not, to somebody. He's not Sam war- warming his hands over the corpse of a burning <laughs> Nazi warlock. Um, the ultimate moment of supernatural period, hands down. That's it. Um. So yeah, they um. You know, Gemma has already asked Cole or given him this information. So can you please save him? So the boys end up dropping Cole off. And I thought they were heading to the cabin by themselves, and then Cole was gonna like sneak up behind them for some reason. But apparently, the boys they, they don't actually know about the um, about the cabin situation, 
So they know the deal. They know Cole's hiding something because they're sneaky Winchesters. So they pull off to the side of the road. As soon as Cole thinks they're gone, he drives off. And of course, uh, they they follow him. Yes. Um, and this this is all good. Like, this is Dean, like, predicting what Cole would do. Yes. Um, presumably, this is Dean predicting what Cole would do. Um, and I am in, in, into all of this. So we wind up at the cabin. Um, Cole goes in. He's trying to talk to Kit. Yeah, it gets no response. Um, Sam and Dean arrive, promptly get out like giant fucking machetes out of the trunk. <laughs> um, Cole finds a bunch of dead mice that have their... Yeah, um, there's like this trail of like rat corpses or whatever. It's actually, it's really creepy. I love it. It's super creepy because they're doing the, um, you know, it's fully dark and, you know, we're, we have flashlight cam essentially, right? Yeah, um, yeah. This, he's playing Doom 3 right now is what he's doing. <laughs> uh, eventually Cole finds Kit and of course Kit is a non-stop rage monster he attacks cole they get on the ground together and then uh kit like opens his mouth and a worm comes out and yeah (laughs) i was like excuse me i was so sure they were vampires (laughs) one worm gets into cole's mouth another worm squiggles away and sam and um probably the most he's had to do in a fucking decade like ineffectively tries to smash it with the machete and misses and fortunately dean is there to back up his little baby brother's dumb little baby arms and uh it smashes the worm with it with a boot kiss runs the fuck away uh and gets out of here um does everybody remember what a con worm is? Do we need to talk about that? So I that was episode? very confused until they, he they mentioned the electricity thing. Mm-hmm. So this is they were in a facility somewhere. Wet pipe factory. Yes. Wet pipe factory. Mm-hmm. Is this where they kill Grandpa Campbell? This is where they kill Grandpa Campbell. Exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Rufus was there. Uh, Bobby mm-hmm. was there. Grandpa mm-hmm. Campbell was there, and Sam puts a bullet in his head. <laughs> it was a it was a full bottle episode, and they killed their grandpa. So, That's actually uh, like a kind of a decent episode, I think. Right? Yeah, I think I think we ended up liking it. Um, I can't remember. We had somebody DMing us. Apologies, I can't remember people's Twitter handle at all. But uh, somebody was DMing me about. Um, I think it was Ben about like did we get like a bunch of like trekkie nerds about the con worm or something like like angrily tweeting at us or something and i'm like no i don't i think we were like i don't ever remember trekkie tweeting me ever so like i don't think so um but yeah like i yeah these are con worms so they the worms get inside you and they make you super angry and they don't like electricity but this one obviously is an iraqi version which is kind of neat i wish they would do more with this idea that and i think you and i have talked about this of like the, the basic monsters being different from different areas of the mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really super cool idea to me. And I wish yeah. they would play more with it. They, also, I wish they would just film across the world. Like give them, give these guys a, budget. that would be so cool to just like once a season, if they could just travel somewhere, yeah. even if it was just somewhere in the United States, which I know with the budget, it would just never make sense. <laughs> even like, if it was just Lafayette, Louisiana, and maybe, even if, and maybe I got invited to the backstage. They so could hang was, out and maybe, maybe me and Misha bond and maybe me yeah. and Jensen are bros. And we start a podcast covering haunted by ghost YouTube videos by Chris. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> That'd be weird. It'd be super weird. It would be weird, but like maybe just like let maybe. them do it once a season guys. Um, so yeah. All right. So, they this is the part where i noted that cole keeps calling sam sammy i hate this and you hate it and then he keeps calling dean dino and i also hate it but i also really like it um because this is what i was talking about earlier where it's they're playing up the fact that at least for me this this is my interpretation they kind of know that you think cole's a douchebag and you don't really like him and this is a a kind of a douchey thing to do by giving everybody little nicknames and i don't like it 
I don't like that he's calling it, but at the same time, I'm like, that's good character writing because Cole fucking would do that because he yeah. has this weird relationship with him. Like when he kidnapped Sam, he was calling him Sammy and stuff like that. So I kind of appreciate that they're doing it, even though I don't like it, if that makes sense. I um I I think my main problem with it is that uh we have seen Dean react strongly to people calling Sam Sammy in the yeah. past and for him not to even mention it like and that may be just like the force of Cole's personality. Dean has always been like a sucker for a, a man in uniform and also a guy in the military. So maybe yeah. maybe he, yeah. he's got some he's got some weird <laughs> shit wrapped up with Cole and and also he killed Cole's father. I was gonna say yeah, sorry, killed your dad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> call, call my brother whatever you want. <laughs> I guess I'll let you call him Sammy if that's if that's your thing. Um, but yeah, it's 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 super weird um dean goes to chase kit meanwhile sam is like i'm gonna turn on the lights in this cabin and turns on some (laughs) lanterns uh Uh. and of course cole is super freaking out about a worm that just jumped into his stomach and he can feel it moving around and boy that does that sound super gross don't be a fucking coward Dean comes back, um, explains what a con worm is, uh, and nobody questions the name, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if Cole would have just been like, like Star Trek, like the Wrath of See, what? is is that a is it a reference to Star Trek? Yeah, I think I think that's where they got the the thing from, right? I don't know. I I mean, I spelled it just like C O N. I didn't know if it was supposed to be spelled the Star Trek way. Oh no, no, it's definitely like on the wiki. It's spelled the the con worm. Yeah. Oh well, I don't like Star Trek, so sorry. Um, I'm trying to see created by eve you remember eve that was a whole thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um electrocuted to death um yeah it doesn't really say anything about star trek on this page okay. <laughs> one of its weaknesses is diminutive size though agile the conworms are vulnerable to being crushed easily due to their size <laughs> same friends i am also vulnerable to being crushed easily yes. it doesn't take yes. a lot <laughs> anyway um so Dean comes back, explains what this thing is, um, and they're like, yeah, electricity worked at one time, so they set up a bunch of batteries and some cables, and they're just going to shock the shit out of coal and see if the conworm comes out of his ear. Hope for the best. I And Sam leaves. Like, Sam disappears, and he's gone for, like, 45 minutes, it feels like. Yeah, he's out of here, bro. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um... This he's going work. to he, yeah he's going to Gemma's house he's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. he's gonna go try and he, save her because presumably that's where kid is going right mm-hmm. so uh so dean shocks cole a few times it doesn't work yeah. um there's this moment where cole is like is like wow you know i can't believe this is just what you guys do and you know at least i get medals for the shit that i do and i'm like come on homie like you really got to yeah. talk about your fucking brass <laughs> yeah, right now like lot. what the it's fuck is lot. your problem i got playstation trophies huh? how many platinums you got dog like yeah. what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you um uh, at some point sam calls i don't know how much i'm skipping here and he tells because they, they they've they do the electricity have we done the electricity yet yeah it doesn't work it doesn't work now they get to rapid dehydration sam is running around with Gemma because the lights went out he just gave her the talk um i love i love that he has to give him the talk about a worm like at least mm-hmm. this like because you can kind of like hey there's a ghost like your husband died right. Now he's a ghost and he he's doing like typical fucking ghost shit. But now you're like, oh, your husband went to Iraq and swallowed a worm. And now he's super angry all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. and he wants to drink everybody's blood. It's a lot to it's a lot to unpack. Um, so do we, we we skip the part where she actually does get attacked by the dude. Like we see Jim oh, yeah. like yeah. follow Sam, a trail of right. flowers into into kit where she like what I thought was going to be like a bed of roses, but nope, mm-hmm. he's just put all the flowers out of the vase and started drinking that water yes. for some reason. Yes. Gross. So Sam is able to to like 
get this dude tied up. Yes. And while he's having this conversation with Gemma, um, unfortunately, Kit escapes and yes. he shuts the power off because not only is he controlled by a worm, but he's also very conniving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I just wish that they, it was like one or the other, but they're all very like, well, you know, maybe it makes sense that this thing makes like the, the person, the host like use its wiles and like try to outthink, um, whoever it's trying to drink or spread its host to like, it is a little bit smarter. So actually I, I do appreciate that. That is kind of consistent. Yeah, um, if, I, if I had the cod worm, I'd be like, I need to log onto his Facebook account and say some weird like, shit. Say some like really <laughs> strange, but post some weird, like a lot, like, like old pics from like old people you went to high school with. Yeah. 100%. Um, so yeah, the lights are off. Sam's whipping around, going, shh, holding the gun to his face, just God, doing usual yeah. Sam Winchester shit. Absolutely. Uh, Dean and Cole work out that like, since this worm makes somebody thirsty, maybe the thing to make it angry is to dry it out. So they are going to turn this cabin into a sweat lodge um, by doing sweat lodge stuff. I don't really just care do, about this yeah. at all. They light a fire. They just I, I'm not shit. at this point. Like I'm kind of checked out of this episode. Like I'm like, okay, they figured out what it is. I'm like, we're going to go through a bunch of motions of doing it. None of this stuff is extremely interesting to me at yeah. all. Um, they, they, uh, Dean and Cole, they sort of struggle for Cole to get through this. Um, mm-hmm. Dean tries to be really supportive of like, hey, you have like reasons to to live and uh, you need to to fight this and you need to to beat this thing. And Cole or uh, Dean is very supportive of this. Eventually, Cole sort of is like overcome by the thing inside of him. He tries to attack Dean. Thankfully, the worm comes out of him. Finally, he tries to go into Dean, but Dean dodges it and is able to kill the thing. And uh, they save Cole. Meanwhile, Sam isn't quite as lucky because he gets attacked by Kit, um, almost choked out, and he's able to reach for his gun and and shoot Cole or shoot shoot Kit directly in the head. Yes, um, and yeah, this the way that this is done. Like we're kind of cutting back and forth between scenes, and when Sam reaches for the gun, it's where we flash back over to Dean calling Sam, having rescued, having gotten the worm out of Cole, and like it's yes. it's kind of set up as like a what happened and of course we we very quickly learn that that kid is dead and then we we skip ahead a little bit with sammy telling um cole like hey i really don't want to end it this way and he's like yeah Gemma told me everything she told me that you know he he came back and she had to shoot him it was self-defense and that's what she's going to tell the cops uh so once again we start start caring about what the cops think all of a sudden and not just (laughs) leaving a trail of dead bodies like whatever uh honestly if i didn't i don't necessarily i I don't like the way they introduced cole i don't like a lot of stuff about cole but like having a guy like this that gives a shit it would actually be kind of interesting that's not just like angelic or like a weird hacker or whatever like i just think it would be like if he was in like the the winchester like if he showed up every once in a while like garth and it it was a completely different person and also like not a shit bag in real life i would probably be more into cole sure 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 um yeah i um i can appreciate some of his characteristics here and i think obviously this this whole thing has sort of been a big setup for the parallels that they wanted to, to to go with with Dean and with Sam, and um, it all comes to a head at the very end here. Um, they all meet up, they save the day. Unfortunately, Kit Kit died. Um, Sam tries to apologize to to Cole, and Cole sort of understands because he's like, "Holy shit, you guys deal with some really crazy stuff. I understand what you had to do. It sucks, but it is it is what it is." They shake hands, and Cole heads home. Like, I'm stepping out of this life. I'm gonna go be with my family. This is crazy. Sam feels really, really shitty at the end of this episode of the way that things landed. Um, and I'm thinking this is like just a regular Hunter moment. And I kind of appreciate this, that he 
feels bad that the, they weren't able to save the people, which kind of conflicts with how they wrote him for some of this episode, where he's like, oh, we'll have to fucking kill him, who cares? Um, but obviously, as he, this kind of unfolds, Sam's guilt unfolds, we realize it isn't just about not being able to save Kit. This is the worry that he won't be able to save Dean, right? This is coming to the front. And Dean is like, yeah, well, that's just how it is. Sometimes you have to accept that, you, you know, not everybody can be saved. And obviously, Dean is talking about himself. Yeah, I love I love this line. Like you can do everything right, but sometimes the guy still the guy still dies. And Sam like looks at him like, "Are we still talking about Kit?" <laughs> no, <laughs> motherfucker, we are definitely not talking about Kit anymore at all. Um, and yeah, that's the episode. Fade to black, and we're 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 done with this one. Again, like I, I like I think this is a very well constructed episode. Um, I can't really pick it apart mechanically. I, I think the back end gets kind of boring with the with the like extended sweat lodge bullshit and yeah. Are you are you a monster if you're a monster killer and all that? Like we we go through some well worn territory with Cole and, and and Dean here, and uh, I the conworm is is a is a fun little monster. Like I, I like the creature effect of it, and it's super gross whenever it comes out of somebody's mouth and get, goes into somebody else's mouth. Like that's super fucking bad and horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but like overall, like, this was an okay episode. Like I'm, yeah. I'm you know they gave me like I was complaining earlier. About not having some meta plot, and then they gave me some meta plot, and then now they're taking back the meta plot from me and, and giving me some of this, and I'm I'm okay with that. Like that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm into it's, it. It is. It's, it's whatever it is. What do you think? It's a half decent episode. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's um, we didn't need it. Take it, take it or leave it. Honestly, but um, uh, I expected to dislike it, so I, I walked away from it pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, and the conworm, by the way, uh, I finally scrolled down far enough. It's definitely a reference to Star Trek. So, okay. Yeah. okay. Apparently, that that movie that I haven't seen in decades has like actual worms and shit that make people go crazy. So, ah, that explains it. Who cares about who cares? Star Trek? <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, if you have been on Twitter adding us, we really appreciate that. It's always cool and fun to see people experience the podcast. Um, thank you very much for doing that. If you've been leaving reviews, thank you for that. Thank you especially to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. You can talk to me on Twitter at JG Greer. Chris, you are local bones. And uh, the podcast is at MOTWcast. You can find links to all of that and more, including merchandise. We have t-shirts. Like, if you want to yes. get a Big Kick Sam shirt, you can get one. If you want to get a Samford University logo sticker, you can get one. Just go to MonsterTheWeek.cool and click the shirts link, and all of that merchandise is there. We will be back next week with an episode that is teased by Rowena makes plans to reclaim her magic. Ooh. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hello. I have to stop recording and delete my audio. Oh, over. Because I cleared my throat and it was really gross. And there's no reason for you to open up an audio file and have to hear me clear my throat. It's just, it's too much. Now you're just gonna you're gonna pick it up, and I'm gonna be in the middle of the sentence. That's fine. I can make that happen. I can I can work with that. (laughs) What is happening, my good friend Chris Moser? I just stuffed myself with actual stuffing. Uh, where'd you get stuffing from man I'm stuffing yo no but Gary cooks up mad food and I'm gonna eat it for lunch tomorrow too I got lots of leftovers forget about it stuffing I had 
rice, whatever the hell else he had put in there. I, I don't know. But I'm full. I'm full of shit. <laughs> I ate Nana's food, too. God damn, dude. Get out of here, Grandma. That's my helping. Uh, I didn't. Really, I didn't. We're eating some orange chicken later tonight. So Ooh. Ooh. That's, what, that's what I have to look forward to. I'm pretty excited about it. You don't sound that excited. I'll be real with you. I kind of thought you were being sarcastic when you said you were excited. Let me hear some enthusiasm. We're eating some fucking let, orange chicken, my dude. Can let you, me get some. Can you let me get some hoorahs in the chat. <laughs> can we, let me get some hell yeahs in the chat, please. Can, can we get some Dan Derps in the chat in the Twitch chat, please? Can we get some uh, yeehaws on the on the field tonight, please? Oh man, dude. I um I was sitting here before you jumped on the on the on the call. I was. You and I usually spend about 20 or 30 minutes like bullshitting and talking. And like sometimes we talk about video games. And I was thinking, Fact. I haven't talked to you since um, like Monday or Tuesday or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And we, we, we also recorded on Sunday. Yes. And I don't think that I have t- played a video game since Sunday. That sucks. Yeah. You never, you're not having a good gamer week when, when you find yourself not. in that kind of a situation. And I'm in a weird place. You start to think, so. yeah, you start to think. How did I ever game? How did I ever find time for that? I, I, honestly, Chris, now? I have no idea how I found time to game. I think it was just like during the Dark Souls heyday, like 2011, 2012, I think Autumn was traveling most of the time. So it was just <laughs> me and the dogs and I would stay up uh-huh. all night playing Dark Souls. I think that was, but you know, when, and you know this too, like when you're with your significant other, like you like to play video games together sometimes, but also yeah. you like to do yeah. things together. Like you like to watch the same thing or right. Yeah. We haven't, um, we binge watched this show fruits basket. It's an anime. And, um, I haven't really like binge watched anything in a really long time. So it went two weekends in a row where I don't, I don't know if I ever played anything. I played the goose game. Um, I'm, I'm worried about what I just conjured up by even mentioning it. But uh, I don't I don't have it I, set up. Don't worry. <laughs> I I played that like like maybe like 15 minutes on like Saturday and Sunday um, last weekend. And also, if you hear noise in the background, I have a, a pile of bottle caps that I just knocked over. I'm a little upset about it. Um, working on this bottle cap castle for as long as we've been doing this podcast. And I, I, it's in ruin right now. But um, yeah, so we, we've been going going several weekends where I where I don't play video games. And I'm just like, damn, what is my life? And then I play like, you know. Okay, I'm saying all this with the caveat that I did play like 35 hours of Final Fantasy VIII in yeah, like yeah. a week in and a half. Week. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but other since than that, then. I find that I yeah I I miss I I sometimes miss those days of just wasting so much time staying up so late playing video games. Obviously, you and I still do play video games, but it's just it's not it's not what it used to be. You know, it's um it can't be. And like I'm not even like uh like I think me and Autumn are just so like kind of tired and exhausted. Like we just we can't even like deal with new television it's just like let's watch reruns right. of the of the bake-off of the great british bake-off and it's like, the best way to to sink in you know it, to or to relax is to watch yeah. something old and yeah. familiar i have seen this it is extremely positive and beautiful and nice like nobody's real mean everyone cries about cake and it's going to be <laughs> yeah. the most comfortable thing i can possibly watch and so yeah that is what we will do and maybe have like i don't know 12 to 15 beers while i do it so just a oh, yeah, just a yeah. really just a Cas- really relax. casual wednesday no <laughs> yeah, big deal no big deal casual wins my dude casual wins casual wins that's what they always say casual wins and i go yeah no for sure that's what i always say <laughs> for sure co-worker who i've just met that's talking weird <laughs> yeah absolutely no no sweat my dude oh, man. i'm always worried to like i because sometimes i slip up in we have meetings it's like management meetings and i'm i'm in there I feel like I'm like the wild card because I'm weird as fuck. Like, you know, 
You know. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> um, I'm just, I say a lot of weird shit, and I, I, it's not, not like I'm, you know, talking about, you know, pee hole size or anything at work, but there, there's still, like, a strangeness that just comes out of me, especially in group settings, and I think it's a way of, of like, managing, like, social anxiety. Absolutely. I, yeah. Like, some people can sit in a quiet room, like, with other people during a meeting and be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll... I'll not answer questions and I'll sit here with like looking at my hands. It doesn't bother me one bit, but I can't like handle the awkwardness of those situations. So I'm always cracking jokes. And you know, most of the time it's okay. Most of the time it, it goes over pretty smoothly. I did. I don't know if I told you this. I, I ventured too far. I made the same joke like three weeks in a row and my boss went, all right, Chris, um, yep, which yep. was like the ultimate own. I think I, I may have said this before, but regardless, <laughs> would it be ironic if I've told you that you told me the story about you telling the story multiple times <laughs> to me, multiple times. <laughs> But so like in those situations, like sometimes I just want to be like, yeah, for sure, my dude, because I say shit like that all the time. Um, I talk like for like a surfer. I do like weird voices sometimes and you know, they show up on the podcast occasionally. Um, and I, but I can't be pulling that shit at work. I can't be I can't be using weird abbreviations like like cash wins. Like that doesn't mean anything to anybody. Yeah, if I rolled out cash wins at work, like I would just get like what like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like they would be just yeah, one of those. Like, We'll say cash fry because casual Friday at least is a thing that people know about. You know, it's yeah, a term, sure. Cash, cash <laughs> wins. Cap, uh, like, like popping a couple of broskies on cash wins. Like, you can probably figure out what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm, if you've never mm-hmm. heard those, ter- you know, those words before, those abbreviations before, you're like, did you just have like, what's wrong with you? Do you need help? Um, what if I said I'm, uh, I'm boiling up some? Wait, wait, I got some, I got some spicy boilers on the stove and I'm opening up some crispy Stella's by the pool, right? Like that's, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just boiling some peanuts and I've opened up some, some imported beer by my non-existent pool. <laughs> so. Did you, did you have to like look that up? That was such an ultra specific set of things to say. <laughs> I made up the boilers part, but, uh, crispy Stella's by the pool is a, is an Aquid reference, which okay. like four okay. people that listen to this podcast will appreciate. So. <laughs> Um, that's how i always get cole ross cole ross is a huge aquid fan aquid is a webcomic uh, um yes yes yeah. and he's a so every once in a while we'll be recording radio free midworld and i'll drop a like an aquid thing in there and he'll just like crack the fuck up because gary doesn't particularly like that like that comic so i get to <laughs> i get to hit him with it all the time yeah yeah um that's good when you when you know exactly how to tickle somebody's funny bone that's it we were looking back at our old um our our dm thread our old dm thread from like when we first started the podcast we didn't have each other's number yet so we just communicated on twitter and all i could think was like man i was so much fucking funnier than i am <laughs> like, um, you left that dm thread by the way you you were for me you no longer i guess because uh, the last thing in it is um uh, like steven being like sorry guys i didn't mean to leave you hanging and we're like no problem bro we love you yeah. man <laughs> and then I was, and it was like chris Mosier left and i'm like god damn local bones is fucking out but yeah it that was fucking sick as fuck dude <laughs> it was funny uh like if you want us to go come see any of that stuff like i posted a bunch of screenshots in the discord so you know uh, you can hit up that but uh like I, the the amount of stuff that was in there that I didn't screenshot that was just like just weird funny shit that we were talking mm-hmm. about constantly. But I'm telling you, like like the three of us used to do that, and then when Steven left, you and I somehow got each other's phone numbers and started texting. And it's just that, like it's nothing but mm-hmm. nothing. Except mm-hmm. now we we're a little bit closer, so we talk about our depression and all of the bad shit that's right. happening in our life. <laughs> Yeah, it used to be nothing but video games and like, uh, you know, oh, dude, Nipples. do you watch Twin Peaks? And what about yeah, the nipple play yeah. and all this other stuff? Like, but now I couldn't believe that I there was a an actual thing in the chat about I think this chick just sucked Dean's nipple or whatever. Like, I was like, who, Christopher, why were you yep. saying that to two to basically two strangers? 
<laughs> we were all just like, hey, we're on a podcast, so we're all instant best friends now. Yeah. We're, oh, we were high. We are just high on the friendship. And we were, we were saying wild stuff. And that's why I know that you were sabotaging me back then and, and cutting my audio out intentionally because you knew my jokes were too good. And yep. You had to tone me I down. had to tone you down. Because I was reading, I was legit reading the chat and I was like, this is, this is funny, whatever. I was legitimately funnier back then. I don't know what, what it is. Maybe my, I'm just so sick of myself in 2019 that I look back on 2016, Chris. I'm like, 2016 Chris had it figured out. 2019 Chris, he's a hot mess. I don't believe that at all. I think you're funnier now than you ever have been, Thank Chris. Thank you. Thank you so much. Me, I don't feel like I have a joke to save my life. Like, if you put a gun to my head and was like, give me a joke, I'd be like, old McDonald's I mean, had a with, farm. <laughs> like, I'd start you singing. came up with boilers and casuettes. So. <laughs> I guess I did come up with casuettes, and that's a fucking... Man, that's, that's going straight to the top of the Billboard joke charts. And you leaned deep into pee holes, so which I from from what I've gathered, people were like huge fans of you talking about pee holes. Well, did you did you see we have a we have a, a Discord person, we have a supporter uh, on the network that um, during the course of this podcast has gotten like her official like nursing license or whatever. She's an official mm-hmm. RN, and um, she said she was cracking up at the pee hole chat, and she she wanted to let us know that um, they're not all of the same size. So you can have. Yeah, I should have known that. I really should have. I've put catheters in and taken them out. But um, but Chris, that's not that's not what I want to talk about because I think anybody with oh, okay. with, with a, a single anybody with a pee hole could figure that out immediately. Um, sure, sure, sure. But what she said <laughs> that she has heard about in her RN travels, but uh, not yes. seen, were was the fabled double pee hole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which disturbs me greatly. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like. <laughs> It was sort of like, you know, maybe there was an injury that healed weird, so it like split into two or piercing. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't know if this is just a, uh, by uh, the order of nature, a second pee hole has uh, evolved on, let's be honest here, the tip of the penis. We're not talking sure. about, um, we're, we're talking about penises. We're, yeah, yeah. Penises, we're not, yeah. pee hole penises, not, there. there's no, there's nothing else involved here. Yes. Yeah. Talk strictly about, uh, penises and the holes inside of them i yes uh i posed this question in the discord and nobody answered me so i'm gonna pose it to you because <laughs> you know if um if great, nobody if nobody track record so far if nobody laughs at a joke it's only because they didn't hear it right like that's the way that works that's that's the please last laugh mentality that's right um wh- which one would be worse having two pee holes or having two penises i mm. oh is that when i went on my my two dicks tangent it might have been, yeah. It might have been. Okay, I probably distracted the chat with my two dicks chant tangent. Um, what would be worse to pee? I don't know. I mean, what it, should we should we discuss? Are both pee holes being used? Yes. Like when you pee, you, when you pee, so, liquid is. So it's like one of those like double squirter uh, uh, super soakers. Yep. Um, you got You got You got double barrel. You, know, you got a double barrel penis, Chris. That's what we're. There's certainly to. there's certainly a novelty to the idea of having two penises, but it, it just seems like that would be a menace. You know, because um, there's so many things like are the are the penises the same size? Is one of them weird? You know, mm-hmm. um, are they both weird? They is both one big, big? Is one small? Does you know? the mere presence like, of another penis this close to it to a first penis make both of them weird just automatically? That's que- right. Questions that's you need right. to ask yourself. You know, would you be able to? You know, is that too much equipment? Is it too much equipment to to effectively use? You know what I'm saying? Um, there, there reaches a certain point where it's just like, what am I supposed to do with this? I can't help anybody and I can't help myself. Yeah. So I think I'd have to go two pee holes. I think that there, there's certainly a recipe for disaster when those 
when those twin streams that mm-hmm. form into one, now they're forming into several, you know, it could be spraying in different directions. I'll be peeing out back, you know, I'll go outside when I need to pee or I'll just sit down to pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely like, I think if you're, if you're, if you're rocking both barrels down there, like you definitely you're rocking both barrels. Yes. If you're, if you, if you need to sit down to pee or just put it in nature and like, hopefully you have a place mm-hmm. to do that in nature. Like you have woods behind your house and not like your neighbor's fence or something that you're hosing yeah. down on a regular basis. Yes. Neighbor, neighbor Andy is really mad at you for yellowing his, his fence constantly. <laughs> Andy's always giving me dirty looks, and I just go, "What's up, Andy? What's up, Andy? How's the kids, fam?" <laughs> and he like he doesn't have any proof. He can't like he's no. never seen me do it, but he knows. He's, he's so- seen the steam rising over the fence. <laughs> he's hooking up Arlo cameras to try to capture you, and you're just fucking yeah. hacking into him. I'm, dude, I'm messing with Andy's head. What's up, Andy? You having a good morning? And he's like, "Yeah, man." He goes back inside his house. Say hi to your kids, Andy. Yeah, you can't tell somebody to say hi to their kids. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, dude. Say hi to you know. Say hello to your wife for me, Andy. Yeah. She's dead. I know. Just say hi to her next time you're Andy, at the cemetery. I didn't fucking ask, Andy. <laughs> I'm not concerned about you your check wife's your fe- you, should, you should check check your fucking fence, bro. Oh man, you got a yellow fence, Andy. What the fuck is up with that? Yo, Andy, that's a fucking eyesore, bro. I need you to paint that shit. Anyway, have a good day, Andy. <laughs> see, see you at the office because you're his boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just absolutely tortured this dude. The power dynamic is all fucked. Oh man, this is this is he knows you're peeing on his fence. This this isn't sexual harassment at the workplace, but it's very close. Yeah, (laughs) this is a piece of power. And you know that Andy's wife died, and you just keep saying, "Yo, shout out to your wife for me." He goes, "Dude." My wife please, is dead. And he goes, my wife. <laughs> yeah, just any opportunity to get the Borat voice in there. Ruining this fucking guy's life. Why is this the character that we always portray? I have no <laughs> like, idea. We're talking shit about Carl or we're talking shit about Andy now. It's just us being dicks to it's people. Just, it's just our inner dick. It's our inner dick. Because, you know, you gotta put up with a lot of weird shit on Twitter sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just want to, uh, you just want to tell people to log off, you know, take a break. Um, you just want to, you just, you just want to, you just want to tell someone to take a hike and you can't always do it. Cause you don't want to be mean, um, you don't want to get involved. You don't want to start f- drama, you know. So um, we just take it out at Andy and Carl. I followed a uh, a local guy um, here. In, local uh, bones? No, not local bones, but like a local oh, okay. dude um, on Twitter. Um, he's a black guy, and, and like I, I saw a retweet for, from somebody else, and like he was like out fishing or whatever. And I was I like looked through his timeline. It was like he was talking about all these cool places to fish in louisiana i'm like well this sounds like a cool follow like mm-hmm, i'm into this mm-hmm. um but in between all the fishing stuff like he retweets um I, I don't know if he knows these women or not but it's like chick saying like dudes be out here saying i love you when they have three girlfriends on the side and he's like he'll just quote tweet it and be like log off ho and i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't handle black twitter <laughs> i can't i'm too i'm too white bread for black twitter i need to yeah, i need to log yeah. off now i can't handle any of this oh Sometimes people sneak stuff in uh, and you just not expect somebody just full on retweeted a hentai gif on my timeline today. That- and it's somebody I was like, who the fuck are you? So I looked at their profile. They had recently changed their picture. I had no idea who they were. I scrolled a little and I realized that it's somebody who was in a band with one of my friends. Oh. Um, so I was like, okay, I do know you, but like, please don't put porn on my timeline because I'm only on Twitter when I'm at work. <laughs> I definitely thought that you were going to be like, it was a Monster of the Week listener. We, you know him from from yeah. the Discord. Yeah, it was Patches. So. It was definitely Patches. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's some random dude. I was like, I guess I do know you in real life. Who like he clearly he followed me and then had no fucking clue who I was. Yeah. And then I saw him at a party a couple weeks ago 
And he gave me the look of like, I know you. And then like the fucking gears turned in his head. He was like, oh, what's up, dude? And then like, talk to me about Dark Souls or something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. know each other from Twitter. That's weird that we know each other from Twitter. <laughs> you for- you forgot that you followed me because you met me in real life. And you thought that I was just a dude from Twitter. And you had to just do the math real quick. I don't remember if I told you this, uh, but at DuckFest, um, like I I was walking from the, the like concession stand um back towards the stage and there was a little break thing or whatever and um this guy was standing there and he's like hey jeremy i just wanted to say hello you know i listen to monster week and i listen to days of future cast or whatever and it's it so cool to meet you and i was like hey man yeah, great da, 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 da. and like he said his name i think was bill um and i don't want to say his last name on here so i'm not going to do that but yeah because he was like oh you know great to meet you and you go wish i could say the feeling was mutual bro fucking <laughs> yeah i'm in the middle i'm in the middle of fucking entertaining here you don't interrupt that shit hey but <laughs> Time is money, bud. <laughs> Shut up, Andy. I said my name is Bill. Quiet, Say Bill. Your fucking wife for me, dude. Um, but then he said his last name, and uh, like, and it, and it clicked because he like DM'd us stuff on Twitter before, and like talked to us on Twitter front the at the account. And I was like, oh, you're that dude. And I had mm-hmm. that moment, and and this is no offense to Bill at all, but I had that moment. It was like, you don't look anything like what I thought you would look like. And then I had to think like. <laughs> I, why would I think that he looks like anything based on him deeming our podcast account? Like, yeah, what what mental yeah. picture do you have? Like, the fuck am I doing? Twitter is weird. We need to log. It's off. hard because a lot of people who DM us or or follow us, they use pictures of somebody from Supernatural. True. Yes. <laughs> and, and so I picture them as that picture, even though I like I know you're not Jared Padalecki, but that's what I picture. And I, I mean, it's fine. I'm going put, to just put an image to it. It's fine. But I'm going to look through our DMs right now. Um. Actually, we don't have many of these. <laughs> okay, well. well. There's one Misha Collins. There's a Jess. <laughs> which she says something. Um, yeah, there's actually not a lot of these. So, never mind. <laughs> How do we have 11 ats today? Uh, I mean, we released a new episode today. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. I have to go like all of these at some point to be a good social media person. It's tough. It's tough. People people think we're ungrateful, and we are. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, man. Do you want to do a podcast? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I wrote down double-barreled penis as a potential show name, so... Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, so cool, just, cool, cool. if you want to just keep directing all of your friends and coworkers to monstersweet.cool and have them look through this, it'll be super good. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat>